talk about the discipline of reading scripture, yeah. reading the Bible. Um, as, as you were saying that, I thought, you know, if I'm not, Holy Spirit is the teacher. Yes. And he can teach us whatever he wants to, but using scripture to teach us with, I think is essential what you said. Absolutely. You, ha you have to know scripture in order for the Holy Spirit to teach you what it means. You have to study scripture in order for the Holy Spirit to interpret it for you. Right, because it, I mean, it is God's word yes. after all. And so if you want to understand God's word, then read the book. Read the book. Uh, I mean, if you want to know more about me, yeah. read the book, you know, in a sense. Reading the book will not make you righteous. No. Who the book is about is what makes you righteous. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's the one that makes you righteous. And his spirit explains it to you. Yes. But read the book. Yes. So you are the righteousness of God in Christ, yep. Scripture says. Um, but what that means, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a really good question. Uh -huh. Where am I going to find out about that? Well, I'm going to find out about it in Scripture. And when I go to Scripture and I'm looking at passages that talk about uh, the fact that I have been made righteous because of the work of Christ, when I read this passage of Scripture, I say, Holy Spirit, would you, who are, who, you know, you're the counselor, yeah. you're the guide, you're yeah. the one called alongside to help me here. Would you help me understand this, please? And Rick, he will because a prayer he again. answers that prayer. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a prayer he always answers. Yes. When you were talking about taking a five-hour trip, I've known Doan for forty years, maybe. Or both of our boys are, are approaching 40 years old. Um, and we drove from Norman to Broken Bow, and I learned more about him in that three-hour drive <laughs> than I had in the previous 40 years because we talked to each other. Yeah. Because we got to know each other. So it's a great example of how important it is to create, engage in dialogue with our Heavenly Father. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean... The only, I mean, let's face it, the only reason behind God coming here, the only, so the only reason for the incarnation of Christ, mm -hmm. the only reason for Christmas, is that God wants to have a connection, a relational connection with us. Yes. Now that's, yes. that's a crazy idea. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's crazy. that's a crazy idea. <laughs> um, and the Bible speaks to that. It calls it the mercy of God uh -huh. is what that is what it calls it. Um, but the only, the only thing we bring to the table here with God is that we have an opportunity when he says, will you take me? Will you have me? Will you be mine? The only thing we bring to the table is our yes, I will, or our no. But yeah. if we bring our yes, then he says, all right, <laughs> let's rock and roll. He spins wildly. He does. He <laughs> spins wildly. He does. That is such a great verse for that. Um, so what is your... What is your, I'll just ask it. What is your favorite discipline to practice? Oh. Uh, I mean, dinner? Was <laughs> that, that in the book? I've, it's been a while since I wrote this. It was the, the opposite. Was it happy hour? Was Fasting happy hour in, was in there? there? I think there was something about <laughs> happy hour. Uh, 
Let's see. You know, um, I love solitude, uh, the discipline of solitude, mm -hmm. and uh, partly because I, it's just so rewarding yeah. uh, to me, and uh, I love that. And I, I, as I explain in the book, over the years I've worked very hard to perfect that discipline for me. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, to kind of come full circle. That man that I mentioned that was a mentor, Peter Drucker, uh -huh. the old business guru. Um, I read, I read, uh, I believe it was The Effective Executive by Mr. Drucker, probably around 1987, 88, something like that. And I read that every August uh, he would go away for two weeks and he would spend his first week um, evaluating the previous year and then he would spend the second week planning what his upcoming year was going to look like. And I read that and I thought, well, if it's good enough for Mr. Drucker, it's good enough for me. And anyway, I drifted into it, but you know, and I did planning and that sort of thing and there's a long story behind that. But ultimately, I landed on uh, planning was another time for me. Yes. And the week of solitude, or, you know, solitude period, there's all kinds of different environments for solitude. But uh, that's just a really, I really anticipate that. Uh, that's what makes this not legalistic, is that you just said there are all kinds of different solitudes. Yeah. Yeah, You're I mean, not I, saying, here's the solitude you need to practice. Oh, no, no. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I back in the day, uh, I was I was on an airplane 100 days a year, maybe 110 days a year. And, of course, you know, you fly that much, you have a routine. And I had a routine. Mm -hmm. And I knew how to create solitude on the airplane. And I anticipated that because... It was great. I had somebody to bring me stuff if I needed it. You know, I had a good seat, etc., and um, it worked. You know, and 98% of the time, there's always that person yeah, always. that gets on the plane. And but anyway, and then then there are you know I I will capture oh 30 minutes of solitude most most evenings when it's not 100 degrees in Texas by just simply going and sitting on the patio mm -hmm. for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just yes. came back from a week away where it was a multifaceted kind of a week, but I carved out times for solitude in the morning and the evening. So that's probably my favorite. Yeah. When you, uh, I think you said in the book that, because when, when people think of solitude, they think, well, I'm going to go pray, and how am I going to pray for a week? What am I going to pray about? How am I going to talk to God? But sometimes God, you say, sometimes God trusts you with silence. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because we're afraid of silence. Yeah. We're afraid. Well, I'm going to miss what He's got. I got to. I got to. Got to keep talking. I got to say all this stuff. And and He's going. No, just be quiet. Let's just enjoy each other. I mean, think about it. Uh, the people that you're silent with. When you're with them, mm -hmm. the people that you're silent with, every single one of those people are people that you are extremely close to and yeah. that you trust. Mm -hmm. And so when, when I first began to uh, wonder 
about silence and why I wasn't hearing anything from God, <laughs> you know, and so yeah. forth. Um, I bugged him and said, you know, what's the deal? I'm trying to meet with you and you're saying nothing, yeah. you know, what's going on? And here's what I heard in my head, Rick. Can I trust you with my silence? Yeah. And so that word trust, can I trust you with my silence? And so, I mean, we're not silent with anyone except the people that we trust. Yeah. Wow. So it's really quite a, quite a high compliment. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, to need God and God not say anything. And sometimes he doesn't. No. He just doesn't. Because he's comfortable. Yeah, he's comfortable. You, Yeah, we need to get comfortable. Do you have one that's your least favorite discipline? <laughs> no. do, do I have one that I'm struggling with, Rick? Is that what you're trying? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> tell us, actually, tell us your deepest uh, failure. Is that what you're trying? <laughs> That what you're trying we, to ask me? Everybody who knows you know you never fail. No, I never <laughs> fail. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess that's a better word. The one that you kind of struggle with. Oh, yeah. yeah. I struggle with all of them, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why they're called disciplines. <laughs> and uh, and we, we need to circle back to that idea about failure. I didn't mean to introduce it, but now that I have, we need to. Yeah. Don't let me forget to okay. circle back on it. Don't, that's, uh, your, that's your job. Yeah. Don't fail us. <laughs> we, um, I, I struggle with all of them, and uh, I, I fight with all of them, and that's why they're disciplines. But um, I think, uh, as I wrote the book, probably the hardest one for me to, one of the hardest discipline for me to write was the one on fasting. Yeah. To try to understand yeah. what that was. Me too. Um, submission was also a, a difficult one. Making a distinction between solitude, the, the discipline of solitude and the practice of silence. Those were uh, two, those are two different disciplines, mm -hmm. silence and rest. Mm -hmm. And uh, that one was especially difficult for me to delineate. And, uh, but here again, doing the work, I, when it would, you know, when it would finally come clear in my head, I'd say, oh, wow, I gotta go do that, yeah. you know? Not because God's expecting me, but I, my heart wants to go practice that. I, I wanna see what that will add to the depth of my relationship with my Heavenly Father. I do wanna talk about failure, but I wanna ask one more, maybe make a statement and then you, you can correct me okay but discipline means to be trained yes yeah it, it's a multifaceted word yeah and so probably for a lot of us the first thing we think of when we say the word discipline is punitive yeah I'm, I'm being punished yeah. or put in time out or yes. you know whatever because I didn't toe the line God loves those he disciplined so get used to getting beaten up because he loves you so much yeah and boy <laughs> I tell you what that's a whipping to yes. try to sort that out yes. and still still have God on his throne um, but no uh, so yes I mean is one definition of discipline punitive corrective sure sure um, but Far and away, the the other definitions are the ones that I think personally. I mean, unless you're just 
in all-out rebellion somehow or another. Yeah. The other definitions of discipline are far and away the definitions that I think apply yes. to what we're talking I about. I would totally agree with that. And so uh, discipline, practice, uh, learning, sophisticating, mm-hmm. uh, getting better at, mm-hmm. uh, all of those are components of discipline. So think about uh, when the Bible talks about discipline, I mean, it does talk, there are passages that talk about it being a punitive kind of a thing, mm-hmm. but but the, the big passages that talk about discipline typically have an athletic kind of a, of a motif to them. Mm-hmm. So Paul says, uh, I run with a purpose. I don't, I, I, when I, I uh, shadow box, I box with a purpose, uh, etc. Yeah. So there's, there's the discipline that you see exercised by an athlete who is training for uh, an event. Mm-hmm. And so man, you can take you can take that idea and you can run a long ways with it, uh, especially if you know anything about athletic discipline mm-hmm. and, and how you get better at something. For example, I long story, but I'm seeing a physical therapist uh, right now for some stuff and um, so I was asking him uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, his name's Alex, and I said, Alex, um, I'm un- I'm unhappy with the muscle mass that I've lost in my chest. You know, as I'm getting older, mm-hmm. what do I do? Because I'm I'm using these weights at home, but but I can't tell that it's helping me. And so here's what he here's what he did. He said he took me to the door jam. And he had me put my hand on the door jam, and he says, okay, now, I want you to give it everything you've got to move that door jam six inches to the left. And isometric. Isometric yeah. is the fancy word. Yeah. And so, I mean, I gave it everything I had, and he made me do that five times. Oh. oh. And, I mean, I was feeling yeah. the, the fatigue, yeah. and then he gave me the weight. And he said, and now then do the curl, or you know, do the press. And here's what the principle was. As I did that isometric, my brain said, oh my, uh, we need to bring everything to bear on moving this door frame six inches to the left. And so it brought all of the muscle fibers that comprise a muscle, it it fired them all. Mm -hmm. Then when I picked up, you know, the dumbbell, the brain is still saying we have to bring everything to bear on the dumbbell. Yeah. That's training. Yes. And it's a discipline. It requires discipline. And so Alex, yeah. you know, he told me this and I said, okay, I got it. He says, okay, go home and do that. Practice that. Well, that's, you read scripture like that yeah. all through yeah. the Bible, yeah. you know? So anyway, there's, we could chase that we could chase down that road a very long way um, about discipline, and we would have to go. We would have to go a very long way down that road before I'd start raising my eyebrows and saying, uh, you know, maybe maybe we've pushed this metaphor far enough. Yeah. Um, and I'm not. I'm, now that I say that, I'm not. I'm not all that certain we could get there even because yeah. discipline is a good thing. It it 
it yields great results. Yes. Yeah. There's yes. Nothing, nothing bad about it.